biscuits, and gravy. Hello, boys. What does LP stand for? Lizard people! Nazi whale margarine pirates! So far, I've had seven McRibs. Bullabuck! Pol Pot Pie! I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators! <laughs> like a slaughterhouse sangria? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Aloha Biscuitiers. You got dialed on in oh, to the no. one and only Gravy Network right here at KAKU, KAKU, 88.5, the voice of Maui. Gravy. What it do, bro, Chomsky? You're in the studio with the one, the only, Vincent Archangel Fody. Well, Chuck is standing up right now. That yeah, can only mean the, one thing. He is over-caffeinated. The queen is dead, baby. I predicted it. I said it. there's no way no one else could have predicted that an old person would die. You are the smartest buffalo alive. Bro, there is so much to talk about on the show today. This is going to be probably one of the most, the worldwide, this is going to be the Carmen Sandiego of episodes, baby. We're going to talk <laughs> about Great Britain or the not-so-Great Britain. Not-so-Great Britain. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about Nigeria. Did you hear what happened in Nigeria this week, Vincent Fodi? Um, no. So this is hot off the press. This is like a Louis C.K. joke right here. But, um, I'm sorry, Nigerian officials intercept 7,000 smuggled donkey penises, or peni. How many bags of penis do you think that is at Mar-a-Lago? It's not Lagos, but it's Lagos International Airport? Lagos, not Mar-a-Lago. mar is named after? (laughs) Anyway, it's 16 bags. You didn't even let me guess. I, I will never will. It was I how, never ma- will. how many? 20,000? 7,000. 7,000 in 16 bags? In 16 I would have guessed it was way more than that. Ah! Well, good job to whoever was packing those bags. Mm, Tom Cruise, I would say. Probably. <laughs> Just saying I want to get sued again. Yeah, he packs fudge. Oh, that's right. We have quite possibly one of the biggest breathtaking shows of the year today, Vincent Fodi. That's true. We do have a lot to talk about. And I am so proud to be broadcasting live from the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater in front of my favorite people, the fantastic Biscuiteers. Yes. And so we should mention that if you're listening to us live on the radio, don't forget that you can listen to all of our past episodes if you go to BiscuitWars.com. That's right, BiscuitWars.com. And then we also are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. Just look for Biscuits and Gravy 808. Wherever dreams are made of. And then if you want to email us your questions for uh, Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo, send them to TheBiscuitsAndGravy at gmail.com. That's TheBiscuitsAndGravy at gmail.com. And so, Chuck, did you uh, get to go to the open mic last night? I did. As you guys know, not only am I world-famous uh, air personality extraordinaire, Chuck Sauce. Yes. Not only am I the smartest buffalo in the room. You're, air, you're not air famous. You're airport famous. Airport. <laughs> because our our broadcasting range only goes to the Kahului Airport. <laughs> and sometimes the Home Depot's lot. <laughs> but now that everyone's stuck in line at Chick-fil-A, they can also hear us. Oh, yeah. So we if were, you guys are waiting in line to get your homophobic chicken sandwiches mm. <laughs> uh, give us a call 808-873-3435 we want to hear from you mm. uh, so Chuck I, I got a question I for you I did go to an open mic last night there's an open mic comedy and it's actually so much fun have you ever had fun, Vincent Fody? I have. And so this is the open mic that's at Gilligan's. Yes. It's every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And sign-ups at 8, yep, I you believe. You have to be very quiet because it's in the attic of a bakery. And, and then, we're all hiding there. <laughs> well, if you're, if you're too loud, then uh, the souffles will fall. Yeah, You can't have that. <laughs> Did you? 
There's an Anne Frank the musical, <laughs> and they tap dance about being quiet. Wow. Let's not talk about it. Um, I got a question for you, Chuck. What? What's your favorite Marvin Gaye song? Mm, it's probably, What's Going On? What's Going On? So I did not get to go to the open mic last night because I Boo. got to spend time with my lovely fiance Diana, and today's her birthday. Uh, no way! Yeah, so happy birthday, Diana! She's the original biscuit gal. Yeah, gravy gal. She she <laughs> she was our first fan. Yeah, and now now she's one of three. Yes. <laughs> so thank you, Diana, and happy birthday. Uh, so I had a really great night last night. But I think we should get to the crux of the show. Let's get to the nuts and the bolts of it, baby. It's time to dive on in. Uh, because, as you mentioned at the top of the show, Queen Elizabeth has passed away. That's right. Queen Elizabeth is dead. <laughs> you know what's funny? That she is... probably shapeshifted into somebody else? Yeah, she probably just shapeshifted into somebody else. She slithered out of her skin. And so now, who stepped up? Charles. Ooh, what? So, does that mean that... It's now Charles in charge. You could say that loud and proud, baby. Charles in charge. Am I the first one to come up with that? Clearly. <laughs> and you know what? Queen Elizabeth. That's the Charles in charge horn. Queen Elizabeth was, she reigned for 70 years. Yeah. Right? And so I think I speak for everyone when I say now, finally, finally, we have a white man in charge. I don't know. After so long, we've really tried hard for it. It was about time. Now, God save the queen, Chuck. I, I, put, I picked up <laughs> what you're putting down. We mean it, man. Yep. God save the queen. I think if we, if we play more than... If we play more than like five seconds of that, we'll get kicked off Facebook. The fascist regime. We mean it, man. There's a, a few photos of a uh, not friend of the show, Ghislaine Maxwell, <laughs> at a cabin sitting in a chair. Yes. And there's a, a, a not doctored, 100% uh, like authentic picture of Queen Elizabeth sitting in the same chair at the same cabin. Yeah, that's, that's actually their cabin. What? So, yeah, if you if you haven't seen that picture, guys, this is a real picture where there's a picture of the queen and I th it's either her and Charles or her and somebody else sitting on on like the front lanai of this cabin. Yes. And then there's the also lanai. there's also another picture of Ghislaine Maxwell sitting at that same cabin. Yeah, with so, uh, the one and only Epstein. And uh, who was friends with a relative of the queen. Yes. Remember, uh, uh, it was that guy that said that he can't sweat. Yeah. <laughs> who was that? And then cute. that was the guy that got uh, that was the guy that got heckled at the queen's funeral procession. Yeah. Did you see that? Dude, it's like they he, like arrested he said he that guy. Sweat. <laughs> but, he did. but yeah, he sure was sweating. Also, the queen once visited a Catholic school in Canada, and then all thirty children disappeared. No joke. Look that up. Well, was it uh, was it Native? It was Native American. Was children. it like Native Inuit people? Because we know that the Catholic schools in Canada have like a long storied history of just killing Native Inuit people, mm -hmm. uh, like the kids, and just burying them in the backyard. A lot of people weren't happy about that what? and started, like, burning down churches, mm. So, which I totally approve of. So yeah, good on you. There's ya. a great Paul Simon song about the churches burning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to eschew Paul Simon into all conversations, Vincent. Fogey. Yes. We have too much to talk about, though. We got to talk about Gluttony Club. We have to talk about we have Gluttony to talk Club. About the Emmys. We got a lot to talk about for Spoiler Alert and Emmys and all that stuff. But first, we should mention that we are an educational show, and this show was brought to us in part today by Jeremy Irons Irons. You'll be impressed. 
with Jeremy's irons. Oh, it sounds like we're getting a phone call. Caller number five, you're live. Good morning, boys. It's me, Donald Trump. Hey, <laughs> DJ Donald Trump. DJ Donald Trump. House. Good to hear from you. Where we go on, we go all. And then call somebody a sheep. I love it. How's it going? <laughs> boys, I've got wonderful news. I just got the cutest little dog. Oh, oh really? Absolutely. It's a little Pomeranian. I call him Mr. Fluffikins. Come here, Mr. Fluffikins. Who's a good boy? So you're taking after the queen had those famous corgis, and because you are going to be the future queen of the United States, you want to have famous dogs, too. Absolutely, boys. And I'm training Mr. Fluffikins. I'm training him to bark at my authorities. It's really great. As is tradition, <laughs> Donald Trump. That doesn't surprise me at all. Now, Donald Trump, uh, you've had a little bit of a of a tough week. It's it's very possible that you may be getting indicted or arrested soon. What do you have to say about that? None of this matters anymore now that I got Mr. Fluffikins in my life. Okay. I love it. <laughs> okay. Well, he's From changed. indicted to delighted, it's, the Donald Trump Fluffikins story. It's funny because uh, on the news they've been saying that it's possible that you may have had your phone taken away from you. Um, so I'm glad to hear that you're still able to call into the Biscuits and Gravy show and that they don't have you under house arrest. Well, we have a direct line to him, to, to the one and only DJ yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah, we were worried that you were going through some sort of conservative ship like Britney Spears. We were. We were talking about it before the show, Trump, how we were worried that just like Britney Spears, you are toxic. Just kidding. But just like Britney <laughs> Spears, you are too hot for the American people to handle sometimes. And and you have people that are trying to hide your light under the bucket. And I, I won't stand for it. I really appreciate hearing that from you, boys. But really, I've just been busy with Mr. Fluffigan. Okay. Well, I gotta take him I gotta take him for a walk now. You boys have a great day. Okay. Have a great day, Trump. Thanks for thanks for calling in, Donnie. Love you. Okay. Okay. Well, congratulations uh, on getting that Pomeranian. Didn't Obama have a Pomeranian too? I don't know, but I mean, the Pomeranian would look so small in his huge, huge hands. Yes, he does have very big hands. Yes, he does. And uh, much like Britney Spears, Donald Trump also seems to be having a lot of hair missing as well. <laughs> Dude, come on, man. <laughs> it's weird because uh, he was taking that dog for a walk, but I didn't hear the sound of any like leg shackles in the background. So <laughs> I'm not sure if that was the real President Trump, but we wish him all the best. <laughs> yeah, it's been a tough week for uh, for fascists, huh? Yes, President. Not, not <laughs> the best week for fascists. Uh, President Trump appears that he's going to be getting getting indicted. The Queen died. Uh, Steve Bannon got arrested for mo- for some sort of money laundering scheme. Oh, or yeah, no. Fraud. Steve, Steve Bannon's finally going down on uh, somebody besides wiring, Donald Trump. It's wiring money interstate, which is why the FBI is involved. Was this the thing it. where they're like, "Oh, send us your money, and we're going to use build it to build a wall"? A wall. Yeah, and well, Mexico's going to pay for the wall, but not if you are a true patriot. And pay for it first. Yes. Well, maybe maybe he was just expecting Mexicans to give him money. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it was a, it was a GoFundMe, but it was just it was just for Mexicans. Yeah, maybe it was just supposed to be Gomez Fund Me. Oh was, no. That's how Mexicans give Steve Bannon money to help build the wall. Oh no. Wait, so he's like is he like going to jail? Did he go to jail already and get so- out? This is the problem with Steve Bannon. Other than it's hard to keep track everything. of which Donald Trump associates have gone to jail and well, which ones have gotten he's out. He's such a liar. Roger Stone did he go to jail? Yeah, he was. He's on house arrest, I think. Something like that. 
Yeah. Oh, Roger Stone, man. Ooh. Refresh my memory, Chuck. How many members of Obama's cabinet were indicted and sent to jail? Zero. Oh, that can't be right. No. And then Trump's at like 200. You know what? That's because of- I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Trump's at like 200, bro. 200. <laughs> 200. Remember when they had, he had that guy that was like his PR person for like a week? <laughs> yeah, what, he, he didn't even make it a full week. It was a Tuesday through Sunday. Good times, man. I'm going to miss so, it. So and in that in that news, people that are almost as funny as us, have you ever heard of Tim and Eric and Channel 5? Yeah. So Channel 5 just partnered up with HBO, and apparently during the riots – they went out and filmed their own interviews, and they oh, have really? a movie coming out, a Channel 5 crossover with HBO about entering the storm. Wow, really? I cannot wait for it, dude. Wow. Tim, Eric, Andre, it's going to be amazing. Hold on. Hold on now. You're Are you conflating Tim no. and Eric with Eric Andre? No, no, no. Eric Andre is sometimes on Channel 5. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So no, that was Tim like, and Eric mostly. That was like a wheel of fortune before and after. Tim mm. and Eric Andre. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Larry that, David Trimmer. <laughs> nicely done. There you go. <laughs> wow, that sounds like it's going to be fantastic. There's so many beautiful things going on in the world right now, and so many dark things. Well, let's focus on the dark. I wonder if. Uh, let's not focus. I on wonder. Positive, so, so uh, Tim Heidecker from Tim and Eric, he was the lead singer of the Yellow River Boys. Oh yes, that famous country ro- country rock. Band. It's a country rock band that sings exclusively about drinking pee. Which is I <laughs> slurp it up, it's slurp it up, and th- they actually have a vinyl album that I was able to pick up on eBay, and the vinyl album, the color of the vinyl is clear golden color, so it's, it's actually <laughs> a, a disgusting a, human being, a pea colored vinyl, so very highly collectible as a matter of fact. So if you haven't ever listened to the Yellow River Boys, check them out. I think they're actually available. I think their album's on Spotify now. It used to not be, but I believe it's on Spotify. So go listen to Sex Pistols, God Save the Queen, and then <laughs> listen to the Yellow River Boys on Spotify. You won't miss it. <laughs> now, Chuck, remember a couple weeks ago we talked about uh, Queen Elizabeth having her 70th Jubilee? Yes. We talked about that on the radio. It turns out that that 70-person sex trafficking ring got got busted right around the same time that Queen Elizabeth was supposed to have her 70th jubilee. Mm-hmm. So we spe- we speculated that maybe that those 70 people were supposed to go as some sort of tribute to Queen Elizabeth in honor of her reigning for 70 years and co- <laughs> yes. 70 years of colonization, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm speculating now that she was supposed to feed on those 70 people and since they busted the sex trafficking ring she didn't get to, she didn't get to feed she didn't get her sweet sweet underage juices and so she just withered away it's texas texas man yeah texas is the reason i like that florida man is slowly being replaced by texas woman <laughs> i don't think florida man could ever be replaced <laughs> I got another thing for follow-up junction, Vincent Fody. Okay. That- you know, earlier in the year, we were talking about bringing back dinosaur eggs and making omelets and bringing back dinosaurs, which dinosaur you'd want oh, to have Oh, yeah. We would, we would talk about what – And then what <laughs> food, did. what best animal to bring back for food. I said what animal – what extinct animal would you like to eat? And you said which dinosaur would you like to have sex with? And then somebody called into the radio yeah, station. Yeah, someone who's not one of our friends called into it. The an, an actual real 
real listener called yeah. into the radio station. I like it, and they what did the they lolly, the lollipop? Did head. they say Stegosaurus? Yeah, I want to look at like <laughs> lollipop. Like, All right. So it, give us a call eight zero eight eight seven three thirty four thirty five. We want to know what dinosaur you would yeah. have sex with. Vincent wants the Pegasaurus. Okay. okay. All right. So anyway. As we do on the show, though, right, as we are biscuits and gravy, as we talk about things that unite the world, we don't want to divide the world, right? We are frequently one step ahead of the shoe shine, Vincent Foti. Wouldn't you say that's correct? Always. How many times do I lay in my vat of gravy at night and just predict the future? All the time. All the time, right? Right. Since we talked about that show, do you have any news articles have come out about resurrecting species? And what kind of philosophical debates should should we have about like what is the moral obligation to us resurrect or not resurrect species? I think that we should resurrect them, right? Mm, they're trying to resurrect the Tasmanian tiger right now. I thought they were. I thought they actually. I thought they found it. It's. All, I thought they found like one Tasmanian tiger out there in the wild. If there's anything I know about scientists, is that they're shifty bunch of people, and I can never trust what they're doing. Yeah, you can't trust science. No, can't do it. <laughs> you can trust Facebook. No, anything you read on Facebook, one hundred percent true. Love my nine chan. Yeah, don't listen to doctors yeah. nope. or scientists. <laughs> Only listen to Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, the Zuck. There was some bug uh, off the coast of Australia that they they thought the. It was like this giant walking stick bug, and they thought it was extinct. And then they found this one island. It was like a. It wasn't even an island. It was like a rock. Mm-hmm. You know, like off a of Koki Beast, there's like that big rock. I am a rock. <laughs> I am an island. They found some rock, and it had Just like, like the Paul Simon song. It had a bunch of. Uh, it had a bunch of that. Those bugs still alive. Yeah. So they they had to take it off the extinct list. And the worst part is because they were living on a rock, they'd never heard of the Biscuits and Gravy Show on K K U eighty eight point five. The voice of gravy. <laughs> yeah, I thought I heard that they found some sort of Tasmanian tiger. But either way, if they could bring it back, I would love to eat a Tasmanian tiger. No, it's so the cute. other one that's like more of like a like a lynxy tiger that's like half of like yeah. out of the Greek stuff. I said that I wanted to eat a dodo because mm. apparently the dodos went extinct because they were so delicious. Yes. And so I would love to see them come back so I could eat one of those. You know what I would love to see resurrected is if they found like an ancient. I got something resurrecting for you. If they found some you like a sultry voice today, bro. If they found some sort of ancient marijuana strain in amber, that's and, what. I, yes. And then they bring back like some dinosaur weed. Yeah. Yeah. Get There's that an T-Rex. episode of dinosaurs where they find marijuana and they burn the forest down. THC Rex. Uh, oh, I love it. Yeah. Mm. Smoking a blunt with a Stegosaurus. Today's show is underwritten in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors. Like Alex Skarsgård, anti scar cream. Hey Vince, have you ever heard of Alex Skarsgård, anti scar cream? Yeah. Well, guard against scars. Skarsgård, Skarsgård. Today's show is also presented by James Franco's hot dogs. His franks are frankly the best. Frankly the best. And of course, we couldn't forget the support from Ryan, Ryan Reynolds Wraps, available at your local pizza place. A former partner of Scarlett Johansson Stationery. Mm, I love Scarlett Johansson Stationery. <laughs> Alrighty. She's so hot. Let's jump on to the next part of the Biscuits and Gravy show. Hey, you want to do some more follow-up junctions? Let's do it, baby! Slash, this is follow-up junctions slash Morningwood. Ooh. Because uh, we've got some more Morningwood follow-ups for you. Uh, remember when we talked about Girls Do Porn? Yes. The guy who found it, th- who found it Girls Do Porn. His name's Michael Pratt. So apparently not a great guy. Yeah. It's it's unfortunate because they put out a lot of good content, mm-hmm. but then it turned out that a lot of those girls were 
being put in unsafe circumstances, and some of them were forced to do some of that stuff Not against fun, their will. Baby. Not um, good. And so he was him and all of his cronies were all charged with sex trafficking and fraud and coercion. This was after Girls Do Porn raked in seventeen million dollars in profit. And so Michael Pratt, a New Zealand native, I should say, also, uh, he is on the run, and the FBI recently put him uh, in the top most, the top ten most wanted list. <laughs> so this guy is now America's most wanted in the top ten by the FBI. Wow! They can't find him. I'm assuming that he just went back to. New like Zealand. New Zealand, right? Yeah. There's no way he would stay in the country after he's all that. He's just like a, a shepherd making Jomo wool somewhere yeah, out in New Zealand. Yeah, having now he's having sex with sheep against the mm. world. <laughs> but he probably took his seventeen million dollars and just went back to New Zealand. I'm assuming that's what he's doing. Oh, and also remember how we were talking about uh, Pam and Tommy and yes. the Pam and Tommy series, which yeah. was fantastic, by the way. Available on Hulu or FX if you're a weirdo. It also was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was nominated for Best Limited Series on the Emmys. I don't think it won, though. As well. It did not win, unfortunately. I thought it was a pretty fantastic show, though. Um, Tommy Lee just started in OnlyFans. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not for you and me. But I'm sure there's there's plenty of, like, old... There's probably, like, a bunch of, like, 80 rocker gay guys that are totally into that Mm. right or like there's probably like some some like aging like hair metal chicks that are totally into seeing tommy lee maybe he's just drumming and he's using his member as like a bass pedal kick maybe yeah or he's just he's just using it to play the snare drum Um, if you've ever seen the Pam and Tommy, you think that would feel good if you had like a mostly but not fully erect member, and it was on a drum set on a snare, and you were hitting not that. as long as you're not hitting it directly. directly yeah, but yeah, the vibrations would probably I think feel that would good. Feel pretty good. If you think that would feel good, give us a call eight zero eight eight seven three thirty four thirty five. But if you've ever seen the Pam and Tommy sex tape, you know that he is quite well endowed. Yes, and uh, he's the captain now. After spending so much time trying to keep that tape off the market, now he's finally in a position where they can cut out the middleman once again we we've always said that OnlyFans is great for gives power to the p it does give power to the performer this this all happened because he he accidentally quote unquote accidentally posted a nude picture uh on instagram Mm. of his penis and it Mm. stayed on instagram uncensored for about four hours wow which is a lot longer than most nudity stays on instagram so i think that I'm, was i'm well aware and so then once <laughs> once instagram finally took it down he was like oh okay well you know what if i can't post nude pictures on instagram i'll just post them on OnlyFans." so it's there only you go is for all right today's show is brought to us by gary coleman's coal burning furnaces what you talk about furnace <laughs> today's show is underwritten in part by christopher walkins running shoes if you're gonna run start with walking and today's show is also provided in part by chris brown's batteries get charged with batteries by chris brown Funny for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes from Jeffrey Tambor's Tambourines. Shake things up. Hey, now. Hey, now. All right. You want to take a little uh, a little commercial break? I do want to take a little commercial break. I can't believe we're already halfway through the show. We've still got so much to talk about. As soon as we come back, we're going to jump right into spoiler alert. Because Hold on. We're halfway there. This is going to take up pretty much the rest of the show for spoiler yeah, alert. Yeah. We're going to so talk we'll be... about the Emmys and more. Aloha. 
Don't cross streams, guys. <laughs> you got to dial in to KAKU 80.5, the voice of Maui. This is the Biscuit and Gravy Show, Maui's number two radio network. But we all know it's the world's number one source for all biscuit and gravy related news. Number two! And today's show is also brought to us by Kim Kardashian's sunscreen. No one knows more about getting pounded by rays than Kim Kardashian. Today's show is written part by, uh, you know, people. (laughs) (laughs) Just like you and me, baby. People like Mark Ruffalo of Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Wings. The best way to cure a Hulk-sized appetite. Today's show is sponsored in part by Bon Jovi's Anchovies. They give anchovies a good name. So good you'll eat them dead or alive. They're slippery when wet. The anchovies. <laughs> yes. They are. It's the best selling thing in New Jersey. All right. So, are you ready to get in the spoiler alert, Chuck? No. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of Game of Thrones, oh, House of the Dragon uses the same House, theme song. House so this of is D? this is no longer the game the GOT theme song. This is now the hot D theme hot song. Hot D, baby. Hot <laughs> D in the city. And it's it's funny because hot looking pretty house of the dragons is all about like a uh, crisis of succession and yeah. now and then they had their own their very own crisis of succession right in england wasn't that fun to watch yeah but now charles has got his his hands on the reins and i'm sure england is going to continue to prosper under <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs> that new lady who became the new prime minister she's the worst mm. for spoiler alert this week let's let's we should first talk about the emmys now last week we didn't really do any sort of emmy predictions like we usually do each year no usually we like to do some emmy predictions yeah you do but i i like to remind people that tv is stupid but there was one emmy prediction that i made months ago Mm -hmm. do you remember what it was better call solid win no i did not i i did not he did not he did not. Nope. And no. he had a really weird tweet about it. Why do we talk about tweets? I don't He's, understand the He world. said that he shoots lightning bolts out of his fingers. Yes, he does. Gotta love Bob mm, Odenkirk. I want to get pegged. Never mind. Um, unfortunately, Bob Odenkirk and Better Call Saul never won any Emmys in their entire six years mm. on the on TV. But, but the Big Bang Theory did? What world do we live in? I do believe, and I will say this firmly, that that was and remains one of the best shows on TV. So if you if you're one of those dumb people who haven't watched Better Call Saul like Chuck, shut up. Go watch Better Call Saul. All right. So the the prediction, the Emmy prediction that I made was Michael Keaton was gonna win an Emmy for Dope Sick. You remember oh, month, remember months and months ago when Dope Sick came out mm-hmm. and I talked about how great it was and how Michael Keaton is gonna win an Emmy for it. Well, I was correct. Michael now, Keaton dope, did win the Emmy dope for Dope Sick is about Republicans making affordable medicine and by big medicine manufacturers not profiting over essentially legalized heroin. Dope Sick is about the opioid crisis in America. Oh man. Oh, did you see that sad news where the the Republicans did everything in their power to try to stop them from capping insulin prices? Yeah, it's like because, every week we go because diabetics should have to pay thousands of dollars for the insulin, mm-hmm. and Republicans fought the good fight to try to stop that from happening. But unfortunately, it seems like they passed some sort of law where they're going to actually cap insulin prices. Yep. So this is sad news for people who hate diabetics and want to see them die. Well, also, there was a, that startup site where people were trading for it, and it was like a, it was like a sex for pay for it. <laughs> okay. It was called Plenty of Insulin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're, one way or another, you're getting an injection. 
So I have some proud. But also, Mark Cuban started that. Uh, he started a website where he's selling like. Uh, discount pharmaceuticals as well yeah. at rock bottom prices. Yep. So, I mean, it's, these are sad times for those poor, defenseless pharmaceutical <laughs> billionaires. Yeah. So I feel bad. Yeah. Anyway, Dope also, Sick is about. They just make all food in Cuban form. Like, if, like <laughs> when I had COVID, if I could just eat in like a good sandwich to be cured, that would be great. That would be delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nutritious. Yeah. You put some pickles on there mm. and you have a, a little plancha. Yeah. To cook your sandwiches on, yeah. and then you uh, you put some insulin in there. Mm, yeah. Sounds delicious. Well, anyway, Dope Sick was about the the opioid crisis in America, and Michael Keaton, fantastic in that show, and he won the Emmy for that. Now let's just read off a couple of the other Emmy winners. A lot of these shows were shows that we hyped up a lot. Ted Lasso. What? One for Outstanding Comedy Series. Outstanding Lead Actor in a Comedy Series, Jason Sudeikis from Ted Lasso as well. Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series was Gene Smart from Hacks. And I haven't seen Hacks yet, but I've heard really good things about it. It's pretty good. So I'm looking... Oh, you've seen it? Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. It's way better. There was a short-lived Billy Crystal show with the same premise from 2015, where it was Billy Crystal and Josh Gad. And oh. it was called The Comedians, and it got canceled before the end of it. Oh, that's too bad. Is it... For Outstanding Drama Series, Succession beat out Severance and Ozark and Better Call Saul. Mm, Severance is so good, though. Yeah, Severance was really good, but Succession won again. And Outstanding Lead Actor in a Drama Series, I was really surprised by this one. I thought it was going to go to maybe Jason Bateman or Bob Odenkirk. It went to Lee Jung-jae from Squid Game. Oh, of course. Korean actor. Who would have thought that? Mm, Uh, Also. Outstanding lead actress in a drama series was Zendaya from Euphoria. Oh, yeah. Or Zendaya. Who knows? I, I know I've been corrected on that before. Outstanding supporter. She's a triple threat. Supporting actress in a drama series was Matthew McFadden from Succession. And supporting actress in a drama series, Julia Garner from Ozark, the blonde girl. Oh, she's so hot. Yeah, she's really fantastic. As a matter of fact, she was nominated for two Emmys this year because she was also nominated for Best Actress in a limited series from Inventing Anna. Oh my gosh! You remember inventing Anna? Yeah, yeah, totes. Yeah, so she she had a chance of actually walking away with two Emmys. Uh, outstanding limited anthology series went to the White Lotus. Really? I, I thought for sure it was going to be Dope Sick or Pam and Tommy. Um, I think Dope Sick and Pam and Tommy were both way better than White Lotus, but somehow White Lotus won out. I don't yeah, know. it's filmed right here in town, right where we live at what? the Four Seasons. They, if you've ever seen that. I don't even understand. They totally just wrote off what happened to Kai. Yeah. That chick ruined that guy's life and yeah. got him sent to jail. And yeah. then they never even mentioned what happened to him. Mm. It's t- terrible mm. writing. And then, of course, as I said, outstanding lead actor in an anthology series was Michael Keaton. Outstanding lead actress went to Amanda Seyfried from The Dropout. She, there's been a lot of the talk dropout, about. Such a great miniseries, guys. Also, a really fun thing about pharmaceutical companies screwing people over and completely lying to everybody. Wait, what was the dropout about? I never even the, saw that. Oh, dropout? Great. So, a uh, 19 year old girl from Stanford hates blood and just hates blood. Yeah. And when you get your, you do a blood test, it takes a lot of blood. And sounds sick, like, sounds like it's not about Queen Elizabeth. And if you're sick, they have to take a lot of blood from you all the time. So she had an idea where what if we could just scan people's blood with the prick of a finger, right? But as it turns out. Oh, so the, it's, it's about that Elizabeth. Yeah. What was her name? Elizabeth. Uh, Co- not Cole, heard, but whatever. Yeah. A so, little smart. 
So she went from being uh, like having seventy four million dollars to three million dollars to be broke in three years. Yeah, it was. But she just defrauded investors and Walgreens yeah. Well, there was two hundred million dollars. There was an HBO documentary about her when the whole thing fell apart. Mm-hmm. Um, so they made a so they made a dramatic series about it. Yes. Which, why are they making? Why are they? This is like a new trend where they do it, both. Well, they, they'll make a documentary about something, and then they'll make a dramatic series about it, and then the dramatic series does way better because they did that with the staircase. Yeah, although I, I, I've only seen parts of the staircase. There was like the a true series, crime documentary. The, true cri- the documentary is about that French documentary. It's so good. Yeah, it it was a really good documentary, and I was like, oh, did that guy do it? And you keep going back and forth, and then they just made a dramatic series about it, and it like got all this acclaim and everything. I'd rather just watch the documentary. But the honestly. dropout is wild, guys. She just faked investors and everything. But the worst part about it is I don't care if you defraud investors and hedge fund companies. I'm all for it. They suck. Tear so that's down, why tear down the Patreon Amanda Seyfried has been in the news a lot lately, and I was wondering why. So that makes <sighs> sense. That a weirdo. That makes sense that she was in that. Mm-hmm. She's she's actually a pretty good actor. She's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, but in in the dropout, she nails the part of being a weirdo of that Elizabeth chick. So, what was her name? Elizabeth something. Not heard. Well, we'll talk about that. Next so week on the show. they were not only defrauding investors, but giving tons of people wrong advice about their blood. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It turns yeah. out that they were just they were just faking it. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like a cardboard box, and they would put the blood in it, and it'd be like ding. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so something from my own If hometown. it's too good to be true, it probably is. Never forget that, guys. Long-time listeners of the Biscuits and Gravy Show know that I was born in the nexus of the universe, Waterbury, Connecticut, right. the brass capital of the world. Home we, of the, the next uh, lawsuit against Alex Jones. Yeah, and possibly me. Anyway, someone from my hometown won an Emmy Award for that, that weird, like, snappy docu-comedy. It's like a comedy drama thing about a, te- about a school. It's called Abbott Elementary. Oh, yeah. And this woman, Cheryl Lee Ralph, not to be conflated with Rhonda Lee Kitts. Does she win for best casting? Who knows? Or best actress, At best actress. There okay, because uh, yeah, because uh, Abbott Elementary actually won a couple Emmys. It won mm-hmm. one for best casting. It won one for best uh, actress as well in a comedy series, I believe. Mm-hmm. She's, she she's from your hometown. From my hometown, baby. Wow. Well, your Waterbury, Connecticut, makes the news a lot on biscuits and gravy for <laughs> being such a small place. <laughs> so bizarre. I guess our main takeaway is if you haven't seen Dope Sick, go check out Dope Sick. Everything else is skippable, except Better Call Saul. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta watch Better Call Saul and go watch Dope Sick. And, John, if you're listening, watch Breaking Bad. It boggles my mind that some people out there have have not seen Breaking Bad yet. It's like one of the greatest shows of... It's like people are just being overly obstinate at that point. (laughs) It's like the people are like, I've never seen a Star Wars movie. It's like, okay, you know what? You're not impressing anybody. Just go watch Mm. Star Wars like the rest of us. Mm. All right, so for spoiler alert... Ooh, should we talk about Rick and Morty? Have you watched the new Rick and Morty episodes? No, I'm actually one Rick and Morty episode down. Okay, so Rick and Morty is back. The most recent episode. Uh, Spoiler they, alert. They bring back Blips and Chips and oh. the Roy video game machine again. Whoa. So I won't spoil it for you, but there is an episode that's highly involving the Roy video game mm. again. So that was definitely a slam dunk of an episode. Two great episodes right out of the gate again. They're really nailing Rick and Morty. It's front of the show Dan Harmon. Yeah. It? You know, at at one point it kind of seemed like those guys were running out of steam, but boom, they're they're like running on. In all- fact, you could say they're actually full steam ahead. <laughs> 
Those guys are firing on all cylinders. First two episodes have been So we're fantastic. officially giving Rick and Morty the biscuit bump? We are giving Rick and Morty the biscuit you bump. You heard it here first, folks. Vincent Foti, Chuck Sauce, giving Rick and Morty the biscuit uh, bump. What we do in the shadows... Did you see the season finale? No. I can't believe the season's already over, man. I know. It's uh, 10 episodes already. I started re-watching it, and it's so funny, man. I just love what it's we do a, in the It's shadows. a great series. It's good for binging, too. You're a great too. series. Um, but, yes, what we do in the shadows, they had their season finale, and they kind of did... You know how they killed off Colin Robinson? They did, but he and came back as a baby. He came back as a baby, and over this course of this season, he's been getting older, and mm-hmm. so now he's fully and matured and back. treated like a dog. So they, they pretty much landfill tooed him, where yeah. they, <laughs> where you just kill off a character, and then you bring him back entirely. Yes. You're, of course, talking about the, the, the ubiquitous hit classic, Beer Fest. The movie Beer Fest, where yes. they kill off the character named Landfill, yeah, and, and then they bring, bring him, back, they bring back his twin brother named Landfill, too. That yeah, so they did that thing where they kill off a character and then it has absolutely zero consequences, much like they did in Game of Thrones with Jon Snow. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you Whatever. just kill a character and then bring Whatever. them back. Whatever. It's just right around it. Oh, and then also it appears as though Guillermo may finally end up becoming a vampire. Or he had his his friend that mm-hmm. that was from the vampire killing group that yeah. ended up becoming a vampire. He's going to give him a bunch of money. Ooh. And it looks like he's going to turn them into a vampire. So maybe Guillermo will finally become a vampire. Uh, oh, have you seen that show, The Patient, yet on Hulu? Don't even know what it is. It's a show about Steve Carell, and he plays a psychologist. I've never heard. What? He plays a psychiatrist, and uh, he... He's he has a patient who is secretly a serial killer. Oh, we were talking about and this. And then the patient kidnaps him and chains him up in his yeah. basement. And so now he's forced to give him therapy. Dr. Trey said nothing. Dr. Trey <laughs> locked him in a basement. <laughs> so uh, they the episodes are only like 20 minutes a piece. Ooh, so it's, it's very bingeable. It's coming out week to week, though. So like the first mm. three episodes are out right now. Uh, and then there's going to be available more on Hulu soon. So. Also, props to Steve Carell for being a handsome old man now. Yeah, he's got that like, he, like salt me, and pepper he, like, beard. And I'm all about yeah, it. he's definitely leaning into all it. Same thing. Like, uh, Stephen Colbert did the same thing. Yeah. Like, um, Another Steve, who was also on The Daily Show, mm-hmm. who was The Daily Show correspondent, Steve Stephen Colbert, uh, during COVID, he grew his beard out, and he had that like white <laughs> beard, and he looked like a sea captain. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, not a bad look. Mm-hmm. If I, I wish I would do that if I could grow a beard, but I cannot, unfortunately. Uh, have you been watching Primal? Of course. Okay, so uh, we got up to episode 9 of Primal, and then I went to go watch the 10th episode, which is going to be the season finale. And there was no season 10. And then if you look on IMDb, it has the the 10th episode listed, but it doesn't have the date listed. Oh, so So they're like, they're either taking a couple weeks off or they're going to save the season finale uh, until when they, whenever they want to drop it. So I'm not sure why exactly it hasn't come out yet, but there is an episode 10. It just hasn't come out yet. Spoiler alert, the Cleopatra-like woman was definitely enslaving a lot of people. <laughs> yes, she was. Yeah. Spoiler and she, alert, she was holding the eggs hostage. hates that show. Really? Yeah. Like, it's just blood and grunting. I'm like, there's... They're showing so much about the human experience and emotion just through facial expressions, it's, baby. It's one of the it's a it's a masterpiece of animation and it's definitely one of the best shows on TV right now. Oh, it's a good, right up there with good friend of the show, Gendy Tarkakoski. Gendy. Yes. <laughs> Who, you know, did all those other Samurai Jack, of course. Yeah. 
and the the original Clone Wars cartoon before, the one from 2003 before yeah, they did the CGI thing. before they did the CGI yeah. one there's also a new uh, Jedi based CGI Star Wars cartoon coming out on Disney Plus mm. it's called like Jedi Stories or something like that so keep your eyes peeled for that also Andor is coming out at the end of September so Bro. that's that's right around the corner wake oh, me up dude. when September ends did we mention that Obama won an Emmy <laughs> So, remember how mad Republicans were when he won the Nobel Prize? Yes, they were very upset. And then, and also, and then know, spoiler I mean, alert, Donald Trump did not win a Nobel Prize. He won a Nobel Prize, but also, you know, killed a lot of people through well, drones. I mean, I mean, to be fair, droning people, he did have the highest rate of drones. Uh, but every by, president is going to get more and more drones. Of dro- well, he had the highest rate of drone kills, but at the same time... He also was limiting the the troops on the ground. And so anytime you use drones to kill terrorists overseas versus boots on the ground, there's going to be far, far less civilian casualties. On both sides. On both sides, mm-hmm. yeah. So he's not only saving the lives of our troops, but he's also saving the lives of civilian casualties. So did he drone a lot of people? Yes. But were there significantly less casualties than when we – did a full-scale invasion of Iraq. For no reason. Why (laughs) did we do that? Literally no reason. Yeah, because, I mean, there was like like almost 3,000 people killed uh, during September 11th, which yeah. is the reason why we went to war in the first place Except to stop terrorism, the and then were from and there. then we killed yeah. like a million civilians in yeah. Iraq. So that didn't work out too well. Mm. And then remember we were at war with Afghanistan for 20 years. Yeah, uh, not great. Mm. Mm. Anyway, so mm. Obama won an Emmy. Yeah, how about that? I also <laughs> you know, think you know which Trump... president was not which other president was nominated twice for an Emmy and never won one. Carter. Jimmy Carter yeah. for his peanut documentary. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to watch that documentary. Um, no, it was uh, actually Donald Trump. Oh. Donald Trump was nominated for two Emmys as the producer of The Apprentice. Yuck. Not for his performance in The Apprentice, but as a producer for The Apprentice. It, it was The Apprentice was nominated twice for best um, reality TV show, and it lost twice. So, I mean, do they so even need a category for best reality TV show? It's so, like a category for best turd. So you know how if you win an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony, they call it an EGOT? Of course And that's like do. a prize that people mm-hmm. – well, Obama is the first pen winner because he was the first person to ever win the presidency, yep. an Emmy – and a Nobel Peace Prize. Ooh. Yeah, so he's the first and only pen winner. Now, did he he won a Mark Twain uh, for excellence, too, didn't he? A Mark Twain Award? Yeah, did he? A, I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Also, have you... He- but the Mark Twain Prize is for comedy, though. I don't think Obama's uh, that okay. funny. All right. Um... Uh, Liz Lemon, mm. she won a she won the yeah. Mark Twain Award. Liz Lemon, yeah. Liz Lemon and <laughs> Tina Fey, aka yeah. Liz Lemon, and uh, Dave Chappelle also won a Mark Twain Award. Mm. Yeah, and uh, John Stewart. I think John Stewart <laughs> was the recipient this year. Speaking of which, a lot of nine elevens in the news last week. Ugh, can we like? Ugh. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like nine eleven. Kind of got. Do people still care about nine eleven? I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Let it go. Yeah. Can't we just forget? I know just we like had. I know we song. said never forget, but can let we, it go. Can we forget? It was like twenty years ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it got overshadowed by the Queen's death, which mm. was something that was like ninety-six years <laughs> in the running, in the making. Yeah. So I think that slightly overshadowed nine eleven this year. Ooh. All right. 
So last week we promised that we were going to talk about House of the Dragons yeah, and also Rings of Power. Rings of Power was something a show that I was waiting for forever. According to the memes on the internet, people do not like Rings of Power. All right, so here's here's what happened with Rings of Power. Rings of Power cast uh, a non-white person to play an elf. All right, and so there's like an elf with slightly darker skin. There's he's, a black elf. He's not black. The guy who plays him, Ismael Cruz, is Puerto Rican. Mm. So there's a Puerto Rican elf. So okay. so there was a lot of people that were concerned that he was like gonna steal Gandalf's car radio or something. <laughs> so this made there was a lot of people that were claiming to be Tolkien fans, but they were actually just kind of racist. It started on 4chan actually. And no, so you're telling me. That didn't racist thing started on 4chan? Yeah, and so there, there was a lot of racist people that were very mad about this, and they're like, oh, Lord of the Rings, Ring of Power is just going to be more woke garbage. And so then from the very beginning, they were rooting for it to fail. But then it came out, and the show is actually really fantastic. You like it? I love it. So mm. basically, it's it's a Tolkien show that takes place in the Tolkien universe. It's not canon, so they're kind of telling their own stories because that that second age isn't completely like fleshed out all the way. So they're kind of telling their own stories, but staying within the guidelines of the Tolkien canon. And so they they change a couple things here and there. And so there's some people that are Tolkien fans that are like claiming to be mad about it. But Peter Jackson fudged some facts because anytime you adapt something <laughs> for the big screen or for television, you got you got to mix it up. Yeah, when you're take, talking about events that take place over thousands of years, you're going to have to compress it to tell a story on television. So that's just an inevitability. And so so far, I've watched the first three episodes. It's absolutely fantastic. If you're a Tolkien fan. You're you're gonna love it. I'm just a huge fan of the show. It's just unfortunate that because of the casting thing, it's it's kind of divided people. It's like Republicans and conservatives are anti Lord of the Rings now. Uh, maybe like there's this fantasy battle going on on TV where it's like a lot of people are watching House of the Dragons and some people are watching Lord of the Rings. Oh, and it's like Democrat. Republican. I'm watching. I'm watching both. Yeah, but now it seems like Lord of the Rings has has accidentally gotten divided by political lines. So now all the Democrats can have Lord of the Rings. And all the Republicans can have House of the Dragons. Can we stop caring when they cast somebody and they're like, oh, <laughs> Little Mermaid should have been a redhead. Yeah, so or Batgirl should have been Alicia Silverstone. So Democrats can have Lord of the Rings because it has woke casting. Uh-huh. And then Republicans can have House of Dragons because Republicans like, like to have sex with their cousins. Yeah. They love that hot D. Tony has something to say. Oh, oh yeah, the Cobra new season Kai of Cobra so Kai just dropped. So if you're a Cobra Kai fan, season five of Cobra Kai is available now. I believe Cobra Kai actually actually got nominated for an Emmy as well, if I'm not mistaken. Do they got? They're getting all the original cast members from these movies to come back. It's amazing. Yeah. And so Cobra Kai has been really cool. Uh, Miyagi dies in this one. Oh, spoiler alert! Miyagi, <laughs> Miyagi dies. Yes, Mr. Miyagi, who was dead at the beginning of the series, is still dead. They don't. They haven't brought him back to life yet in the series. Uh, okay, we got yeah. one minute left, dude. Let's do it. All right, so we only have one minute left? Yeah, dude. Uh, all right. Well, next week we're going to talk about Gluttony Club. I got a lot of stuff to talk about for Gluttony Club, but for now let's just do Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Question one for Chuck Stuff Knowledge Buffalo. This was sent in by Christina in Seattle. She wants to know, Francis Scott Key wrote the lyrics for what famous American song? 
what is the Star Spangled Banner? That is absolutely correct. Yeah, that song is straight fire. Brett in Austin, Texas wants to know, this English singer died in 2011 due to her struggle with substance and alcohol abuse. She was a noted alcoholic. She was a British singer. She joined the 27 Club in 2011. Oh, Age 27. Age 27. So it was, um, uh, ah! Anne Frank. It was not Anne Frank. It was Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Amy uh, Winehouse joined the 27 Club. I am. 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 I after recently beating this grandmaster, your doppelganger. Oh my gosh! The chess um, guy. He got the good pompadour haircut. He man. does have a good pompadour. I can't. The only chess guy I can think about is uh, the Fisher. Bobby Fisher. Yeah. No, actually, they're saying that Hans Niemann may be the next Bobby Fisher because he's like a 19-year-old chess prodigy. Oh yeah. But he beat Magnus Carlsen. Oh. So better luck next week, Chuck. And that also means that that's the end of our show. It's my magnus opus. Yes. <laughs> and what a show it's been. We Don't talk forget. about so much UFOs next week, bro. We got UFOs, and we'll talk about the kitchen next week on Biscuits and Gravy. All that and more on KAKU 88.5, the voice of gravy. And from me to you. Hello. <laughs> 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 boop, 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 boop.